0: good afternoon everybody welcome to the matt townsend show i am your host dr matt townsend your coach your guide on the side welcome to the program today Folks, this is the show where we uh, we help you get the tools, the ideas, the insight into what it takes to be human and uh, live in this crazy world. Not just live, but thrive, and uh, that's what we like to do. Bring you the bring you some ideas. You know, none of us got an owner's manual when we were born. We have to make it up as we go. And uh, today we got a great show for you. Today we are going to be focusing on being. A more Being more supportive to the women in our lives. Now, this is coming from my mother recently had surgery. And she's doing incredibly well, by the way. But here's what I have found is really interesting. My sisters, they all jumped into line the minute the surgery was announced. They got off their work. <laughs> they They did a bunch of stuff. And I I was like, okay, how can I help? How can I help? And they're like, well, nothing really. Just- We got know, it
1: covered, Matt. Thanks. Pray, anyway.
0: pray for her. Pray for mom. <laughs> and, but it's almost like they kind of looked around me like, eh, maybe, <laughs> maybe you're not so needed. And it, it blew my mind. But then I thought, in a way I was like, wow, thank you. <laughs> also, I tried to get off work and I figured out that, you know, I, I kind of knew too late and I had a huge group of people that I was obligated to. But they, my sisters got off. So anyway, what the idea is, maybe they also kind of didn't let me in to help. Is it possible that some of the women in our lives no longer think we can help because we maybe haven't helped? So on the show today, I want to talk about how as a husband, as a father, as a son, as a friend, you can be more supportive to the women in your lives, how all of us can be. Like, for example, James yesterday took the entire day off to go support his girlfriend. Yes, I did. I, now I was assuming that.
2: Oh, okay. But it's true. Yeah. Well, I, I spent the afternoon with, with her, her mom, and her
0: grandfather. Wow! Yeah. How supportive, indeed. Wow, it,
2: was, it was supportive. It was really crazy. nice
0: of you. How did that go? It was fantastic. Did you ask the grandfather for her hand? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, not quite. Okay, just checking. No, out. it was the first time we met. And really? He, yeah, he's a great guy. Is he a great guy? Yeah, he
0: is. So it was grandpa, it was mom, and it was your really, really, really close friend. Yeah, Molly. <laughs> We're calling her. We're calling her Molly. Yeah, yeah. is that her name? <laughs> uh, it's her pseudonym. Okay, yeah. Molly. Yeah. Um, and and you were supportive. Yeah, and
2: really, it was a pleasure. I mean, it, yeah. it didn't really take much because no. because I, I had a great time. You know, did um, no sacrifice. Did you and mom like laugh a lot? Did you did you chuckle? Yeah, there was a lot of chuckling involved. Yes, <laughs> this
0: is exciting. <laughs> did you did you buy a ring?
2: No, not yet. You okay, know, we're not there yet. One step at a time. Yeah, that's you good. know so. That's good.
1: This was a great big step. That though. sounds yeah. good for you. you. you were yeah. gr- that sounds great like job. you're supportive.
2: Yeah, it, it was. It was great. You know, meeting one mem- one more member of the family. Yeah, so, are they from here? Yeah, they actually live up in a place called
0: Bountiful. Uh-huh. It's just yeah. north of us. Bountiful, so. where things are bountiful. The bountiful, yeah, plentiful <laughs> indeed, bounteous, <laughs> and full of bounty. And yeah, so
2: neat. Yeah, it was. It was great, and it was a wonderful opportunity to support
0: as much as I could. That sounds powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Did you kiss her? No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay, just checking.
1: I I think though that is a problem though is um I I'm not sure a lot of times how to support the women in my lives. I know. Well, I, in my life.
0: Did you, uh, how, how, how
1: many lives do you have? Hopefully but one. Don't don't you feel like sometimes and
0: I think and I don't know cuz it's hard cuz women nobody is harder on a woman than a woman. Right. Right? Or uh some of our congressmen will find out. <laughs> um but also, um, I think some of it is we just don't know where to begin.
1: Yeah. But James said he, he loved it. He had a great time. You know, it was really easy. And I think most of the time when I look back on service and when I've been able to, to be there, uh, it's always been a wonderful yeah. experience. Yeah, it's, it's never been negative. It doesn't have to be it like It doesn't take teeth. away. No. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, I think half the time they just they just
1: want to know you
0: care. Yeah. And so, and then you know, get off your duff and do some work.
1: But, but I feel like I'm like fighting this battle. Like, let me let help me care, you. mom. Yeah, let me yeah.
0: let me serve you. Come you know on. what works? Can I just tell you? What yeah, worked, let, it worked on my mom. Uh, lore tab <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> works great. <laughs> oh, I mean, it, it it makes your mom just so docile and easy <laughs> to serve. She slurs a bit, but she was out, and so. But it's interesting. It's so weird because my mom was kind of down for the count, but not really. She actually looked really great. But my sister then assumed the senior uh, caregiver role. Mm-hmm. And even when I was there, she's like, do you want some ice cream? And it, honestly, it sounded like my mom, like offering me ice cream. Yeah, And I'm like, well, I, I can get it. Oh, no, I'll get it. Okay. <laughs> it's so great. So ladies, maybe as you're listening to the show today, you could learn a little bit about how you can help us help you. And guys, this is your show. We're going to learn today how to be some more supportive of the women in our lives. By the way, not just our wives and our mothers, but also our daughters, how we can give them a leg up, uh, some help, a tool, some some progress, some, some help. Now, before we do this, though, we always like to get to the headlines. Today, we've specifically found some headlines that relate to... Um, the women in our lives. So let's get on the headlines. Headliners from The Matt Townsend Show, a summary of stories that you might have missed. Michael Pond is in the studio. Michael
1: J. Pond. Here live at in The Matt Townsend Show at
0: booth. BYU Broadcasting Woo! on the campus of Brigham Young University. We've got some
1: headlines for you. What have you got? All right, so first up, uh, Democratic Senator... Uh, Kristen Gillibrand. Gillibrand. Thank you. We're not sure if it's Gillibrand or Gillibrand. We're going with Gillibrand. Well, without naming any names, in claiming in a new book that she just put out, yeah. uh, that male colleagues, other congressmen and senators, uh, made off-color remarks about her appearance. Hmm. Uh, some person, she didn't name who they were. We're playing a big guessing game right now in the media. <laughs> Don't lose too much weight now. I like my girls chubby. Hold oh on. Oh, gosh. Oh, oh, Somebody in Congress said to a fellow senator...
0: Don't... Why? Had she had a baby? No. What is this about?
1: You know what? uh, She's
0: just like... He just brought up her weight. Hey, don't gain too much weight, or don't lose too much weight. I like my girls chubby. Are you kidding?
1: No, this is real. And this is in her new book, Off the Sidelines. Um, This is an elective... We're we're well aware that her weight fluctuated, and so she has admitted to the media while in office. I didn't know this. Okay. And uh, another colleague... At the congressional gym, told her, "Good thing you're working out, because we wouldn't want you to get porky." You are kidding? Me. No, no.
0: This is well. This See, is what she's claiming. These are anyway. men, though. That apparently, these aren't like fellow female senators. No, these are men. Hey, yo, Stacy, don't get too chubby. Yeah, you wouldn't hear that from a fellow female senator.
1: No, you wouldn't. And and Senator Harry Reid, uh, the majority leader mm-hmm. in the Senate right now, in 2010, he he said, uh, "Senator Kristen, she she's our hottest member." In the senate what come on guys okay
0: that's how we're not helping the women in our lives by the way i don't I, people say this stuff to me all the time
2: it doesn't it bother be, you at all no. people call They're me fine. chubby all the time
0: oh. <laughs> they talk about your app ab. but if it was in my app <laughs> <laughs> my yeah yeah they do but but you know what's interesting about it poor senator Gillibrand. any woman that is just known for weight i mean like that's not what this is about you should Guys, that's where we begin. You've got to make the people in your life more than just an image or the hottest or about weight. Come on!
1: No wonder, no wonder,
0: women are so fed <laughs> up with men. Uh, well, we only had one headline. Yeah, it's because I talked about my mom.
1: That's all for today, folks.
0: But she's doing great. Good job on that. But I, to, later in the show, I do want you to read another headline. Okay. I'll hold on to it. There is another threat out there to women that we'll we'll get to. Uh, it's it's pretty interesting. Folks, today's show, we are talking about how to be more supportive to the women in our lives, with the women in our lives. How do we build them up? How do we, you know, help them just deal with their own life? Our mothers, our daughters, our sisters, our friends. That's what the goal is today supporting the women in our lives. We'll be right back. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to us right here on BYU Radio. Welcome back, friends, to the Matt Townsend Show. Hey, today, uh, in honor of my wonderful mother, who's recovering from surgery, which I'm sure she's so glad I'm talking about, uh, and my sisters that just immediately stepped up and took over, and I felt like they didn't, they didn't, they would have loved my help. But honestly, they are just amazing. So, in honor of all of that, we wanted to talk today about being a supportive man, a husband, a friend, a father, a son, and supporting the women in our lives. So we went out searching high and low to find somebody that could help us talk about this. We found somebody. His name is Hank Smith. Hank Smith is a Ph.D., has his Ph.D. in educational leadership here from Brigham Young University. He is the author of several books. He's a motivational speaker, a teacher, and a husband, to Sarah. Mm-hmm. He has five beautiful children, including twin boys. And you're here to teach us, Hank. Welcome. Absolutely. Thanks for having me back, man. Good to have you. Hank's been here two or three times. Yeah. And you're fine. I mean, it's interesting to me you'd come back.
3: Absolutely. You're one of my favorites.
0: Well, it's almost like, yeah, it's almost like you forget. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you forget like, like childbirth yeah it is that's my like, wife says all of a sudden hey let's have another baby yeah. that's why when my wife would have babies we'd always video I wouldn't video the baby that's gross but I would video my wife's face her face yeah I did the same and thing and she'll never forget so it and did. then when she starts <laughs> getting that thought let's have another one I'm like hold on let's Let watch the video,
1: video. <laughs> ooh
0: that was a bad contraction did yeah. you just <laughs> see your I face that pain that? <laughs> <laughs> so Hank you've written a bunch of books and if, if they want to find you the best way is really look you up on Facebook yeah Facebook uh, Hank Smith and Hank Smith CDs, Hank
3: Smith CDs. If you're using the,
0: if you're kind of, if you're like, if you know what you're doing, searching on there. in there. Yeah, but teach better. us, Hank. What, what, what is? Let's start with the teenagers, the, the girls. One of the things okay. I know you're kind of, you teach a lot. I spend a lot young, of time with youth. Yeah. Teach us what do the girls, the young women in our lives need? Our daughters, our sisters, the younger ones.
3: Uh, I would say number one, if I was gonna, if I was out talking to a bunch of dads, I would say your daughter needs your time. Uh, more than yeah. anything else, because they know how valuable you or how valuable yeah. time is to you. That's I mean, right. You're always on the go. You're always going places. You're busy. You're looking at your calendar. But and time it, tells them something, right? It says that you, I value you just as yeah. much as I value this job or yeah. much as I value uh, this project. Do you think girls need more time than the guys? Uh, I don't know. I th- yeah. I think so. I mean, guy guy time can be hey, let's all go to the store together and walk around mm-hmm. the hardware store and laugh. But a girl, I think, needs more li- more like focus. attention. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at yeah. you. I'm listening. I saw to that you.
0: with my kids. I could if I just threw. ball around the living room my boys are all good we're bonding that's right yeah but my daughter would want my time and my and then it's interesting because the older they get like she'll just call for advice so now when i get a call from my daughter it's like oh this is important right she actually (laughs) she's bidding she's asking for information
3: and that's probably because you spent time with her when she was little yeah
0: uh, it's huge. Yeah. So time, first and foremost,
3: I would is say it time? But not not just time, but time that is positive. Yeah. Right. Because sometimes we go we go into high risk topics and we make them uncomfortable, yeah. and then they uh, that's, yeah. a, that's you're a not. You're not you're not letting
0: that boy touch you, are right. you? Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah that yeah. kind of stuff. Right.
3: Instead, let's just have some some fun. Yeah. Let's have some fun together. Let's go bowling. Let's go on a hike. Let's let's play do, catch.
0: What do you see with the these younger girls, the teenager girls that you're seeing? I mean, a lot of them are in that, that stage where they're developing, they're growing, right. their identity's kind of messed up. They feel like they're the ugly duckling. Yeah, and and some things, sometimes things don't grow as, as
3: like as proportionally yeah. as they should. Yeah. I'm too tall, tall, I'm too short, I'm yeah. too yeah, I'm too wide. Grandma's hips, right. <laughs> Grandpa's chest, uh, and it's yeah. uh, it's not going to take too long before all of that, you know, right? All of that equals out. But uh, when I talk to these girls, I think mostly uh, they they just want to be loved. They just want to be loved. And, and a lot of them will do anything they can just to get attention. Uh, and so they, they'll they'll look at what boys are giving attention to mm-hmm. and they'll say, that's what I got to be because that's what gets attention. But that can be pretty scary if they don't have someone in their life giving them that attention. Yeah, they're going to sure. seek it in some pretty negative places. Well,
0: and especially – have you ever read the um, the book by Luann Brizendine, The Female Brain? I haven't. Holy cow. Great book. That's a must read. Okay. She's like I think a neuropsychiatrist from UCLA. And she actually goes in the book and talks about what's happening to a teenage girl's mind really? while she's a teenager. And it's, it's really weird. But what it is is some of it's just <laughs> – really some of it's just you – know, she is, has evolved to become sexually productive right? and even though there's not um, – she wants to be attractive. And so as she's going through that change, her, male, her role model in her, for this attraction is her dad. So it's not like sexual, but it's – she wants to – she wants his attention. She wants his focus, which is why a lot of times teenage girls get in conflict with their moms because they're kind of both vying for dad and vying for dad's attention. But all of a sudden I sit there and I think, no wonder they're so warped. Chemicals are starting to flow. Their identity needs to grow. But they need a male to tell them – they're beautiful, they're beautiful. They're wonderful, and they're, I love you. They're strong, yep. and I love you. Yeah.
3: I'll often tell an older brother. I'll say, "You tell her she's beautiful every day before some boy does. That's so great. Uh, you just tell her she's beautiful every day." And some of these brothers are like, "Oh, yeah, gross." Right. Yeah, but yeah. but if they'll do it, if they'll just say, "Hey, you look beautiful today." When that boy comes along who says, "You look beautiful," she will say, "I know. That's my brother right. tells me every day. My da- yeah, right? my dad oh, tells cool. me every day."
0: Uh, and and, and you and your, also mom. I love you. I guess that's yeah. probably even more important is that they know no matter what your you're crucial, you're critical to this yeah. family. Yeah. And
3: that's and that's through time. Yeah. Uh, you can say that to someone yeah. but if you're not spending time with them, it it yeah. really doesn't say it like time does. That's, and you that's a great something.
0: that's a great question. Are you spending enough time? And I guess the way you know if you're spending enough time is there's trust there. So yeah. they're coming to you when there's issues. They're bringing you the stuff.
3: Right. When, when a parent says to me, why do my, Why does my daughter tell her friends everything? Well, I'm mm-hmm. like, who does she spend all of her time with? Exactly. Right? They listen to her. They spend time with her. That's why she tells them her, <laughs> their problems. If you spent the same amount of time that she did with her friends, that is so she'd true. start to tell you these That's
0: things. True. And if you talk like a like a valley girl. I right. don't know what they call yeah. it anymore.
3: Right. Uh, but I, I cringe when a dad says, oh, she's dating What's-His-Name. It's like uh, you don't know anything. You don't know, you you don't know, know the, the boy's name. I, they know who scored the most points in the jazz game last night, but they don't know What's-His-Name. That makes so me true. cringe.
0: That's like, so what true. What happened? Well, know every, you should know what's her favorite music, Right? who's her favorite group, What's her what is, what's her favorite class. Yep,
3: who she's mad at. Who, who,
0: you know, who stabbed her in the back the other day? Are the girls different than this? I mean, I haven't. My oldest was a daughter. And then so our first child was very open. But then my boys are different. So I'll I'll ask my kids, how was school? Fine. Fine. How do you get them to open up?
3: Uh, I think details. And I think uh, kids open up more when they're doing something and talking about it. I don't know if they like. You know, sitting at the counter being put on the spot. But if we're making dinner together and Mm -hmm. I start asking questions, they're much more likely to open up. Or we're out in the backyard digging something together. You know, if we're
0: driving together. uh, You can just – you just – I mean part of it is like you get – I just – Tell my kids to teach me something. Right. So what'd you learn in Yeah. Teach me one
3: thing. You know, what I do with my kids. I ask them what their favorite is. So if we're in a long drive, I'll turn off the radio and say, "Okay, tell me your favorites. Let's go through them. What's your favorite color? And mm-hmm. it's pretty soon they start color. What's your favorite food? Who's your favorite cousin? Yeah. Things like that. And then all of a sudden they just start talking. not cool? Right. It works itself into a fun conversation yeah. about
0: life. Or... Would you rather? We play. Would you rather? Yeah. That's. Fun. Would you rather I throw you out of this car at fifty five? Right. Or, <laughs> or be it eaten by a shark? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dad, you're gross. <laughs> do you um do you sense it's hard? Or just with these girls you're working with, and see, do you sense it's harder to be a, a, a teenage girl? Oh, it's so today it, than it, maybe I, years ago.
3: I just feel for them, right? Because uh, that. They- their mindset is, I've got to be this way. And no matter what you say sometimes, they, you don't get it. You're old. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I saw this app on one of my students' phones. It was this hot or not. Uh, and so oh, all they yeah. do is look at a picture
0: and rate that the person is, if they're hot or
3: not. And I'm going, yeah. what are what are we teaching? You know, by the right? way, James
0: is considered quite hot. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he actually also rigged another app to get his scores higher. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is <laughs> amazing, James. Yeah. Way to use your brain. (laughs) It's one of the reasons why I went to jail. That's exactly (laughs) But they can't prove it. Um, So, I mean, think of that. All of a sudden, you know you're being – girls have always kind of thought they were being judged and they probably were. But But now this is pretty obvious. Yeah. But I also think girls are the harder judges. I mean if you went in and judged the girl's judgment of girls and the guy's judgment of girls girls would be totally different. Yeah. Uh,
3: they live in a culture that's obsessed with comparison and so yeah. they they're pretty hard on themselves and they're hard on other girls cuz it's all about comparison who, you know, who rates higher than who. So yeah. I'm, I'm not going to lift anybody up if I'm if I've bought into this culture. I don't lift. Oh, I just it's so push true. down. I push down everybody I can so I can survive.
0: Um do you like well, like if you sit there? You have how many? Five kids. I have five kids. How many girls? One girl. She's the oldest, oh. and then four wild. So that's boys. like our family, and um, it's interesting because the old our girl just took off and just she pretty much owned the world. Okay. She just did it. That's great. So she was much more. She didn't need much steering. How how do you suggest as parents we talk to our daughters and steer them? How do you suggest we influence them? Yeah. And, uh,
3: I would say uh, steer away from. Them. There's a couple of things yeah. to definitely steer away from. Them. That's criticism. Sometimes we're way too critical because we want to help them. Right. So we're we showing all the ways that they're doing things wrong. Yeah. Uh, when they probably know that, and if they don't know it, they're going to find out soon without our help. The ways that they can do things wrong. So I would just, I would, uh, I would praise any progress. A- any praise any anything ours, positive. Anything positive. Yeah. Find it and praise it. Yeah. Uh, and you'll, I think you'll see her react to that much, uh, much more positively, much more excitedly than. Hey, here's what you're doing wrong. Yep. Do this right. You got to fix this. You got to fix this. I find that doing, doing that with my daughter sometimes saying, come on, you got to be a better older sister. Yeah. You know, these guys are looking to you. You got to be a better older sister. When if I just find the times that she is a great she, older sister right. and I'm high fiving, mm-hmm. you're the best older sister there is. She responds to that. We all do, don't yeah. we? We all
0: respond to yeah. praise. What? Well, any other ways to steer them?
3: Um, I I don't know. I, I think if you if you're spending time with them and they trust you and you can be open with them sometimes as parents we're not as open as we should be oh, about yeah. topics right uh, because we're nervous i don't know why right. we're uh, nervous about topics yeah
0: they're talking about that issue yeah
3: yeah my body's changing oh go talk to your mom right and yeah. we've just got to be open we've got to use the right words we've got to you know be able to just talk about things openly
0: yeah well, your yeah body's let changing. them know yeah. we're here i mean your body's changing it's going to keep changing and you can mom can step up and do more and maybe... my wife is great about that she
3: says isn't it awesome yeah. Isn't that great? Yeah. You you have this cool body and it's it's changing. Is not that great? Where the friends are like, this is so gross. I can't handle this. You know, I don't want it to yeah. happen. Where no, my mom says, my mom says it's, it's awesome.
0: Good. Right? It's, it's it's huge. Yeah. Uh, we're talking with Dr. Hank Smith. He is um, he's an educator and works a lot with uh, with children. He's he's teaching us today how to be more supportive. With our kids, but but also with the women in our lives, especially, is what we wanted to talk about today. He's the author of several books. When we come back, we're going to continue this discussion about. We've talked about how we help our daughters a little bit. We want to come back and talk about how we help the adult women around us—our mothers, our sisters, our friends—help them handle their pressures, their fears, more uh, on you know being supportive to the women in our lives. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to us right here on BYU Radio. Everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. Today, we are talking about the women in your lives and how we can be more supportive. Have you ever heard your wife just say, I'm done, I can't take this anymore? They're exhausted, they're spent, they're tired. um, And yet, you know, you're like, What's the big deal? I'm not tired at all. Okay, that's what we're trying to help prevent. Uh, Not just our wife's burnout, our mother's burnout, but there's got to be a way that we, as men, can get maybe a better reputation for being more supportive, more caring, more uplifting of the women in our lives. So that's today's topic. Our uh, guest today, Hank Smith, is joining us. Hank uh, grew up in St. George, Utah, and uh, he's a proud father of five children, including twin boys. Twin boys, two years, t- years old. Two, two two-year-olds running <laughs> yep. around your house, and then three other kids. Um, you're a marathon runner.
3: Yeah, yeah, I do enjoy a good marathon. That's and probably you, time away from...
0: And you're an cream. ice cream uh, marathoner too. Right. That's why too.
3: I run marathons. <laughs> that's exactly kind
0: of equal one that, right? scoop for every mile. <laughs> that's not a bad ratio. Yeah. But Hank is uh, has a PhD in educational leadership from Brigham Young University. He's the author of several books. If you want to find out about him, go to Facebook. Look up Hank Smith. Just look up Hank Smith. Eventually, you'll find Hank Smith CDs, and that, that's basically how that's you'll find page. him on Facebook. Yep. Um, but Hank uh, works. Uh, he educates. He teaches. And you're married. Right. <laughs> and those are the lessons you learned, right? You, you, you learned a lot of this. So what are you noticing? Um, and is there a big difference between some of these stresses that the young girls are facing, the teenage girls, and the women around us? What yeah, are they going through?
3: I think adult women face maybe a message that's a little more subtle. Yeah,
0: right. With teenage girls,
3: it's just right in your face. Yeah. this is what you're supposed to look like. You want to be popular, or yeah. don't you? Yeah, and, and and they know that they'll take that and and buy it. I think adult women wouldn't buy into that so much. They right. see through it. Yeah, no, I don't need that. I was on on the drive here. I was looking around. I often will point out to my wife uh, a billboard that creates a problem for a woman and then solves it in a matter of three seconds. Oh, right. I can create a problem for you and solve the problem because you need to buy my product. That's true. Right. In three seconds. Well, here's your problem. Women, the here's good your women solution.
0: would would already know this right yeah that's what
3: they feel like oh, yeah. I'm so far behind I, I didn't even know I had that problem yeah you walk by and there's have you seen this one on I-15 you got the girl who's who's measuring her yeah. chest looking yeah. down at uh-huh. it we've got your answer we created a problem for you and an answer in three Isn't seconds that, it's so yeah. true and I gotta have that because I didn't oh, even yeah. know I had that problem until you showed me do you have spider veins right
0: well, yes, I do. <laughs> they were never really bothering me I until – I can fix them for you. But that's true, huh? And yeah. then that, – so that's what kind of marketing 101 is create your problem. Right.
3: Create a problem and a solution. Yeah. If, I hope an adult woman would be able to see through that.
0: They, look that they do.
3: But, they, but I think
0: it also jives with some of their own thoughts. Right. Right. Oh, and that's why they I've do I've had it. five children. Yeah. I'm not who I, I used to way. be. I bet – oh, there's the billboard. Yeah. 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 And they'll fix me.
3: Exactly. Right. And, but, and they pointed out like everybody sees it. There yeah. you are on that billboard. You're this huge – that's all everyone sees is this big calf. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah it's this, your calf. Yeah, that's what we see <laughs> in you. You know where it, this seems – it seems like it's subtle and it's so helpful, but it's – I think it's going to destroy women. Absolutely. Pinterest. Yeah. Yeah. Because every Pinterest posting is what you could be doing. You could be doing this. <laughs> you, could pre, you could create a meal that is this yummy. Look at that! <laughs> or you could just sit there and have stovetop stuffing. Yeah, that's funny because
3: uh, we're so busy pinning that we're never going to get to this stuff. No, I mean I don't. Know, if, I guess they should have time limits on them. And once yeah. you've once you've got yeah. eighty years yeah. worth of things to do, you should be done <laughs> yeah. pinning it. You're it
0: only allowed your to have eighty years worth of activities, right? And then it's done. You... But but it almost that that seems like a weird thing, and it might even play to everyone, and especially maybe the female mind that says, you know, I, here's my goal, right? And don't worry about building a plan around it yet, but let's just kind of keep aggregating goals. Yeah. <laughs> and it, what might be great It won't is be that, overwhelming at all. If you right? could get – if you could build a, a, a program like Pinterest that actually got you to not just make the goal but then demanded – You can't move you on. – create steps. T- yep. Until this is done and this is how yeah. you're going to do it, step by step. Then I think our self esteem would grow.
3: Yeah. I mean, what's funny is a, a, about a, I shouldn't say funny, what's interesting, I guess, or ironic about a woman is they'll do this thing themselves that they'd never do to anybody else. Yeah. They would never overload someone with goals and expectations, but they'd do it to themselves <laughs> yeah. so quickly. Uh-huh.
0: And it's weird because, like, then they look at us and I guess they think that that's what we wanted. They look right. at the men like, so I'm, you know, I'm doing this for you. And yeah, you're like I love you the I, way you are. Yeah. No, I'm fat. No, you know what? Here's a, you here's, are
3: perfect. Here's a funny story. My in-laws, um, my my mother-in-law would serve jello with bananas in it. Mm. And one day, finally, someone said, "Why? Uh, why do you do that?" And she says, "Oh, I do it because Rod likes it." And Rod said, "I only eat it because you make it. I don't like it." And they'd been doing this for <laughs> 25 years. It was 25 years, and they had never. She only did it because she thought he needed it yeah. and loved it, and he only ate it because. She made it. No, so here they that, are. Yeah, we need to other, talk, don't right? we? Yeah, let's, I really don't need that from you. Right?
0: It's so interesting, but it's subtle, too, because, I mean, just being a mom and, and then you want to have a career. A lot of them out there want a career, and now you have a career and you're a mom. Right. But the expectations don't change. Yeah, it's overwhelming.
3: Can you imagine?
0: And I, you got to look good. Right. <laughs> At the same time,
3: yeah, you have to have – and you have to have nice clothes. Yeah. Really nice clothes. That's right. Uh, I think the the expectation level is is maybe – Maybe what's dangerous. Expectations are good. Yeah. Right? Goals are good things. But if anything, if we overwhelm ourselves with them, it's going to end up being destructive not helpful at all. Uh, So maybe pick one thing that I want to work on and I'm going to work on that for a while and then really get it to where it's where I want it to be and then pick another thing. Yeah. uh, But not try to prune the whole tree at once.
0: Well, and the perfection idea, I mean, it's almost – it's so funny because I don't see that in as many guys. Neither do I. that need – the perfection. Yeah.
3: I've heard it said this way, that men do one thing right and they think they're good and men do – or women do one thing wrong and they think they're bad. That's interesting. Because uh, yeah. I do one thing right and I'm thinking, I'm, I'm a great guy. I'm amazing. <laughs> yeah. I nailed
0: that. Sweetie, did you see I that? I brushed my
3: teeth. Did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> I did one thing right. Yeah. My wife does one thing wrong and, oh, I'm just not the mom
0: I wanted mm-hmm. to be. Maybe but, that's something powerful too is they they know – they have a perspective – they want to be good. Right. So it's this almost inherent desire which is to be the best thing, right? they can be. Yeah,
3: which is a good thing. I, I gave that be good. up years ago. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm like, I'm fine where I am. It's sad. So we look at a goal and we say, I want that. But we've got to – I don't know how we do this. Maybe we push, a, push away media that tells us differently, mm-hmm. right? Maybe we just kind of say I, I, that might be a funny show, but it creates in me a stress to yeah. be something more. So I'm just going to not watch that. I'm not going to do that. I like that. I'm going to spend more time with, with the, the people that love me. Now, well, choose, the yeah. way I
0: am. That's right. And choose one, like you're saying, choose one, choose one thing area on. and then have a plan. Choose a goal, how we're going to process, how we're right. going to work toward this.
3: Yeah. Set out a plan. My wife's a big goal setter. She'll put it up in the bedroom. what she? Just, yeah, write it down. Here's what I want to do. Here's how we're going to do it. Uh, and this is the end goal. And then that's we work great. on something else. Yeah. But you get 25 of those up there.
0: Well, yeah. And that's what research actually shows. All you need is a is an interesting challenge and some – productive plan that will lead to fix – to deal with the challenge. Right. But then I think – I can just already hear women out there or at least the women in my neighborhood. OK, they're moms. Some of them are working. They're trying to work as well. They want to be a good spouse. The house has got to look good. Pinterest, they've got four dinners to make tonight. Right. Um, then then one neighbor dry, or joins um, these racing groups. You know, the racing groups where no, what's a, the five or six women go do. Oh, like a running club, a, like a running club. Play. And yeah. they're all going to go run their 100 mile marathon together
3: yeah, We're the ultra marathon moms.
0: And, you know, you could be the asthmatic, weak, need. Right. <laughs> pigeon-toed neighbor, and you're like, ah, oh, geez. Right. Now I got to run
1: a marathon. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. How, where does confidence come from, right? Yeah. Uh, that's that's the question. Sometimes we think confidence comes from doing everything. Uh, when confidence comes from, I, I don't know if, if we actually do know where confidence comes from, such as uh, spending time with people who who Love us, yeah, right, for what we are, just spending time outside nature with her, sure. with you know with loved ones, these natural senses of confidence that just yeah. come, but we chase things that i don 't think bring us the confidence we think they're going right. to bring us,
0: well, and I mean that can be super social, and that brings you confidence, and then you got to go run twelve miles right. i mean i can 't tell you how many friends we've had that have blown a knee because right, <laughs> and you're like, gotta hmm. be running that you think that's going to help your health long, yeah. <laughs> Dragging you, and exercise is a good thing. It's a great thing. It's a
3: great thing. We should all, you know, park a little further from the grocery store. Park a little further from the office. Exercise is a great thing. But this comparison, we have a don't we have a culture that's just we're obsessed with comparison and competition. We can turn anything into a competition. Cooking, losing weight, everything's a competition. Totally, who's better at
0: it? We we do. We have food eating contests, and you're like,
3: really? Right. And then we have the losing weight contest. It's like it's it's just never going to stop. Isn't uh, that what? What if we made
0: happiness a contest? Right?
3: <laughs> Who's who the happiest compete? person here? Yeah. Right. It'd probably be the person who just spends a lot of time outside and, and notices what's sits, good yeah. and is spends okay with, with their themselves. Family. Yeah. Yeah. Does what they like.
0: <laughs> Losers. Right. <laughs> you don't want anything to do with them. They are not even. They're not even rich. Yeah. we I think we just got to.
3: Uh, and it's harder. It's easy for me to say. Uh, you know. It's hard for a woman to do. But somehow we've got to start distancing ourselves from this idea. Yeah. Of, I have got to do everything in order to be happy. And it's just not the case. Mm -mm. Uh, And
0: and you have to be in the moment because every time I'm making a plan to be happy, you're missing the moment to be happy. Right. Um, One uh, one psychologist told me – you know Sheldon, don't you? Sheldon Martin. Uh He
3: said he'll he'll speak to a group of women and he'll say, how many young girls here are excited to be moms? And they'll all raise their hands. How many – and he'll ask the, the grandmas here, how many miss that day? And they'll all raise their hands, and then Amazing. he'll say, "See, you used to be that girl, and you're gonna be that girl. So, just
0: be just in be the okay. moment. Just be okay. Yeah, oh, that's huge. Just
3: be in the moment. Ah,
0: okay, Hank. We're gonna come back. We're talking with Hank Smith, uh, Doctor Hank Smith, by the way, Doctor Doctor. Yes. By the way, I'm a doctor. He's a doctor of passion. James is. Congratulations, Doctor James. with a K. Uh, <laughs> Hank Smiths with a K too. Hank. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, uh, I want to keep talking too about what we can do as husbands to help with this you know how do we help our wives you know offload let us do some stuff uh more here folks on being a supportive husband being a supportive man with the women in your lives your daughters your your wife your uh mother we'll be right back more right here on the matt townsend show on sirius xm 143 byu radio Welcome back, friends, to the Matt Townsend Show. Today, we are talking about being a supportive husband, a supportive father, a supportive friend, helping the women in our lives feel better about themselves, you know, grow their own identity, give them a leg up. Like, really, you're, we're sitting on the couch and then we're wondered why our wives are so stressed. Like, man, you're a nag today. I did one thing
3: right. Honey, hurry and
0: finish the dishes and come watch this show with me. You're going (laughs) to love this. (laughs) So anyway, we have got in studio with us Hank Smiths here. Hank is Dr. Hank Smith to you and me. He's a Ph.D. and has a Ph.D. in educational leadership from Brigham Young University. He's an educator, spends a lot of time in the classroom. With uh, with with teenagers, but he also does a lot of speaking, a, a ton of motivational speaking, and and teaching adults as well. He's written uh, many a book. If you go look him up on Facebook, Hank Smith CDs. That's all you got to know. Just go look up Hank Smith on Facebook. You'll get every you'll get all the information you need. But Hank, uh, here's the deal: it's one thing to love our daughters. It's another thing to love our wives. It's another thing to actually. Know what to do. Do something. To help them so they don't have to be so hard on themselves. Right.
3: What should we be doing? All right. Probably the best advice I could give any husband, and I'd I'd have to give it to myself too, right, Uh, is to listen. Uh, And genuinely listen. A lot of husbands do what I call casual listening. Uh, Well, the first probably even before that is they they do the listening that doesn't register. What was that? Huh? I didn't catch that. What? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Did you say something? Uh, Then we move up to... This idea of casual listening, where we listen while we do things. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm listening while I do the dishes. I'm listening while while I work on the car. Whatever it is, I'm listening while I watch TV, while I type an email. I'm listening at the same time. That is not validating listening. No. Uh, it's it, that's like listening to the TV while you type an email. That's okay. The yeah. TV doesn't care. No, well, you're yeah, there. you're not in a long-term relationship, right? Either. And then we move up. I think to what I what we were taught in college. Do you remember being taught active listening, yeah. where you where you where you face yeah. someone, your shoulders were scared yeah. with them, and you you a lot say, yeah. right and you, oh really uh-huh. oh that sounds bad but if we can move up one more level which is really different difficult i call it compassionate listening where you listen so well you start to feel what someone else yeah. feels heaven forbid yeah that that's hard yeah. to do but it's wow it's so validating i've heard i've heard it said once i think it was stephen Covey that said this what uh, what air is to the lungs on un- being understood is to yeah. the soul the most basic need i just want to be understood
0: i don't need all my needs met yeah right? you don't have I, to fix
3: this I but just, shut
0: your mouth and just listen. let
3: me be understood. I remember talking to uh, a girl once who said, my dad never listens to me. He was right there. And she said, he said, yes, I do. I listen to you all the time. Uh, and she said, well, we talked about last night. And he said, I totally remember. You did not get a date to prom. And she said, yep, you remembered. Uh, what did you say? And he thought about it and he started laughing. And she said, he said to me, honey, that's not a problem. Get a mortgage. That's a problem. And... <laughs> Now
0: Uh, he listened. Wrong answer.
3: (laughs) He listened to her, but he didn't feel what she felt, and she did not feel understood. Right? Our wives and daughters need to feel understood. Now I'm up here preaching this. I'm I'm just well, everybody, yeah. Guy, Uh, but if we can help them feel understood, I think that relieves a a load, don't you? You get me. You understand me.
0: That's the quote. I don't care how much you know till I know how much you care. You have to if you can feel what they're feeling, which because of mirror neurons. Is natural, right? We so can do this. Yeah. I mean, if a monkey can do it and they found out <laughs> the monkeys have these mirror neurons, we all do. Like like uh, if you've ever like been startled because you saw someone trip, that is a sign you have mirror neurons. Right.
3: You're, or you're
0: embarrassed for someone. Yeah. Right? And you think, yeah. Oh, and you can say, okay. oh, yeah. don't say that. Quit yeah. talking. Yeah. So that's a, that's a sign that humans are supposed to mirror emotion. But if you're watching TV right. and you're not even – op- you've got email. to open up your heart and let – what you're what yeah. you're seeing. Just yeah. ask
3: yourself the question. What would it feel like to yeah. be you? What would it feel like to be her? And then all of a sudden you'll start to feel the stress. Yeah. And you'll, you'll think, oh, goodness, that is hard. And it'll come naturally. Yeah. And she'll, really, you get it. You understand right. me. Yeah. And a lot of women uh, that I know, at least, don't need to get their way oh, no. all the time. They no. just want to be understood. They want to be listened to mm-hmm. and heard. And their, their opinion was considered. Right. Right? And well, what they're going power through
0: Because now they get, you get them. So when I give a response that isn't necessarily what you wanted, if if you know I get you, you can at least trust it more. Right. Much
3: more likely to listen to yeah. you, take your advice, or or whatever. I and mean, we're all the same way, which is funny. We yeah. we we do it to other people, but we don't think
0: it's almost do though it – And I uh, have you ever read any of the books by Deborah Tannen? Uh, there's a book called "You Just Don't Understand," and she's a linguist that studies how men and women talk really? differently. But part of it is. Um, she just talks about women, when, when, when they're talking, they're constantly evaluating the bonding of the relationship. They're measuring the relationship as they talk. Yeah, you can, I
3: can feel And, and what men don't
0: tend to measure that. Yeah. Men tend to measure the hierarchy. So where they fit in the hierarchy of the conversation, which is interesting because that's probably why we like to advise. Because if I advise this person I'm, that's crying, I'm up in hierarchy. But she's not looking for hierarchy. Yeah. She's looking to just shut your caker yeah. and listen to me. <laughs> And feel what I'm feeling so yeah. we're bonded on yeah. the same page. If you haven't seen uh, – you've seen it, I'm sure.
3: Uh, it's not the nail. you got to yeah, look that that up. is the I greatest mean, just, video. Yeah, it just helps it's not men not understand. The nail. It's so true. It's pretty obvious to me what the problem is, but I'm not gonna yeah. it. I'm right going there. to fix it. It's right there. It's this pulsating
0: nail right, in her forehead. Right in her forehead. It's n- I don't know. My sweaters keep getting hung Snagged. up on. <laughs> it's sad. What else, what else should we be doing, Hank, to, uh, to help the women more in our lives?
3: I think as a – I do better uh, – when I cut myself off from what media says my wife should be yeah. and should look like uh-huh. if I kind of cut myself off from that it, it naturally kind of flows out of it goes away from my thinking yeah. and so I'm much more accepting you can allow uh, her to be who she's yeah. supposed to be I'm who just she gonna is going to love you for being you That's but it. but media is constantly telling men this is how women should look mm-hmm. in your life and even though we don't say that to them, it comes across. Yeah. It comes across that I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not skinny enough. It comes across because we we're thinking that. That's right. You know, I, oh, I wish my wife would lose some weight. Oh, I wish my yeah. wife looked a little different. We're thinking that because of the what we've seen on That's right. TV. So I would, you know, turn the TV off and spend some time with her. Go bowling. Go for a hike. Have some fun. That is so
0: cool. Uh-huh. Like, it's true with your kids, too. You need a 4.0. You need a four-point grade. Right. Grader. I mean, if you don't, you, you know. I'm not on. a good father yeah. if
3: you're not in every club there is.
0: And yet. This guy may have a gift somewhere else that you're just totally overlooking because yeah, it's not on the radar of the media. It or not fit mm-hmm.
3: that mold. So I'd say for a husband, cut yourself off from that yeah. for a little while. I know sometimes you're like, but that's a funny show. Yeah. But that's my favorite show. Well, cut yourself off from that show yeah. uh, and just sit and listen, sit and talk, play a game, right? Uh, connect. Yeah, just connect. Just
0: connect. I had a client uh, in my office a few months ago that – she He wouldn't pay any attention to her, and she was diagnosed with cancer, and he would not leave her side wow would not leave her side. then she was cleared from cancer eventually over He's time, back. and he went back to himself right then she broke her leg and he was back to and he and he was kind of back but, but but when he
3: was faced with losing her uh-huh.
0: wow, it was That's, the most yeah. amazing she said so he was supportive and helpful until but it almost took me dying. To get <laughs> this level of connection, right? So that's, that's ironic and sad. Live like they're right. dying. Yeah, I think there's a song about that. Yeah,
3: <laughs> or yeah, <laughs>
0: Tim McGraw. Yeah, um,
3: yeah. I mean, maybe maybe you got to do that. Maybe you got to imagine your life without this woman. Mm-hmm. What what you would do if she was gone? And and, then, unless it, unless you're like, oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, then that's don't a do that. Yeah, that's a problem. But uh, come see Matt. Tentor. That's right. Yeah, come <laughs> get
0: some help. Yeah. Listen to the show. That's it's so true, though.
3: Yeah. Just uh, if we could cut ourselves off from what society is telling us and sit and listen to our wives, how much oh, I think the divorce rate would plummet.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, and and maybe too the women out there could be if women are supposedly the superior race that are such great communicators, you'd think you'd be able to help us understand you. Right. More. <laughs> I'm not just trying to pick on you, but we, we men always kind of get thrown down the hole for being messed up because right. we don't get it. Right. But if women are so advanced, then show it. Yeah, help and me help understand. Help me, help you. Yeah,
3: don't be so frustrated yeah. with me. And that's just a culture of openness. It is. If we can create a culture of openness, and that just comes through trust and spending time together, all of a sudden we're gonna we're gonna start talking about pretty high risk topics. Yeah, uh, and it's gonna be fine.
0: And risk will be that'll create this openness, this maybe vulnerability. Yeah, and we're both
3: now showing each other where our weaknesses right. are. But it's okay because we both know that we love each yeah. other, and we're just improving as a couple.
0: That's huge. Yeah
3: so much better than than this f- what you call it fighting over smoke yeah oh, i right? man I'm, I'm arguing over you know a, t- a text message that someone sent
0: to you that's mm-hmm. smoke that's yeah. a, that's an indication that there's something there's something wrong. deeper yeah and it's, it just seems like we don't want to go deeper the smoke we're you know it's easier to fight smoke we'll just smoke. keep fanning smoke yeah but when you fan the smoke you fan the fire <laughs> right someone's gonna get burnt yeah
3: someone needs to actually look at the fire and say what's the root of the problem well she doesn't trust me that's huge well Uh, I am not spending enough time with her. She doesn't feel understood. Generally, I have found, and I think Stephen M. R. Covey talks about this. If someone is communicating with pretty high emotion, they don't feel understood. That's right. They're not angry. They just – it's frustrating to not be understood. Yeah,
0: I call that one of the vital signs. If you see negative emotion, if it gets more confusing and misunderstanding goes up and trust drops, those are signs – it's not working, right? So stop whatever you're doing. I see trust as an oil. Yeah, you, that oil light comes on when you're low. On, yeah, that's right. It'll show you. That's oh, yeah, a cool metaphor. Yeah, so there, there are signs there, right? So dads, we men, husbands, give us, give us. We got about a minute, Hank. What's, what would you say is the one thing? We could all focus on
3: today. Okay, now we've, we've talked about listening. We've talked about love, and those are obviously huge. But sometimes it's just action. Uh, and for a wife, hey, write down four things he can do yeah. to help you. Yeah. For some reason, a guy's a checklist guy. Yeah. I'm going to check these four things right. off. Look Let at me. I it. hunted. Let him you do know, it. I did those four things you asked me to. So true.
0: Hank Smith, you're the man. Everybody, go check him up on Facebook. Facebook.com Hank Smith CDs. Hey, so if you just forward slash Hank Smith CDs, boom, yep, you're right on his page. Hank Smith Go be CDs. his friend. He needs more friends. I'd love it. Hank, thanks. <laughs> you got it. Appreciate you. Dr. Hank Smith, got to check him out. We'll be back, folks. We're going to continue this discussion about how we can be more supportive to the women in our lives. This is the Matt Townsend Show, helping you find the good in life right here on BYU Radio. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. Second hour of excitement, vim and vigor. Welcome to the program, everybody. Today, we are talking about being a supportive person. Who supports the women in your life? I was going to say, because, you know, women can support women, too. So it's not just men supporting women. However, again, this kind of stems from my mom had surgery and my sister's phenomenal at knowing how to support her. Mm -hmm. I'd kind of go in. I'm just the baby. I'm the baby. I was child number four. I'm the only boy. So I just kind of go in and I nuzzle into her head. (laughs) And I'm like, me love you. And she's like, you good. And then that's pretty much all I had. to do. But my sisters were with her all day. They took care of her all day. They slept over at night. I walk away like, hey, can I do anything? And they're like, no, we got it. We got it. We do everything. They didn't say that. So I wanted to create an opportunity for all of us to learn how to be more supportive for in, of uh, the women in our lives, our mothers, our sisters, our friends. How do we help women, you know, know how great they are? Now, here's the deal. We have asked two very lovely women of our show, Maddie, the only two, by the way, Maddie and Alyssa, they're going to be sharing some things that women want men to know. Yeah. You know, and you're you're hoping that if we learn these things – We'll, you know, we'll be more loving, we'll be more helpful.
4: Yeah. So I guess the whole goal is that as girls, there are things that... Women. Yeah, we're women, I guess. But as females, there are things that men sometimes don't fully understand, don't Get yes. and so the more that we publicize, this is what we need. Like guys always say, you're not you're not telling me what you need. You don't t- just tell me what you want. We're going to tell you what we want. Okay, good. Okay, so good. This wow. is it for you. Okay,
0: boys, boys, are you listening?
4: Boys, pay attention.
0: This just in, Michael Pond, are you listening?
1: I'm here. James,
0: yes. you? Because you both got lovely girlfriends now that might need you to learn this. <sighs> Pressure's okay. on. Okay. okay. So the first
4: thing that we have that I personally think it's the most important is... So
0: you're starting with number one, your most important.
4: Yeah. My most important is we want your respect.
0: R-E-S-P-E-C-T.
4: And see, that's what I'm talking about.
0: This is what it means to me. Is that how that goes?
4: Yeah. Okay, go ahead. No, the the thing that um, I think happens a lot of the time is guys think that by joking, think that by playing into the stereotype of... You know, even saying "oh, my daughter" or "my wife" or "my girlfriend" is being such a girl, or she's being emotional, and it's so annoying. Like that's so disrespectful, and it's hard what to.
0: What? So if we if we like like joking about your emotion, yeah, is it's, disrespectful. It's just
4: not funny. Yeah.
0: So you'd want us to be serious about your emotion?
4: Yes, and I feel like you're. I I'm feel not. Like, I'm trying to understand. I I'm like trying to understand. Like right being, there, like
0: you're because you're emotional. And I'm trying to be serious about your emotion.
4: The point is we want to feel respected. Right. And by being flippant, by being rude, by being joking when it's just not a good time, by not knowing that our name is safe with you, with your buddies, mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want us talking
0: behind your back. You no, want I want to know. Laughing you. Like, I use you. this
4: example all the time. But I know with my dad, my dad never went to work or went to play basketball with his friends saying – my daughters and my wife are so annoying. Like I know my yeah. name is very safe with my dad. He would only say the highest praise about me.
0: Yes, yeah, so you that. So part of that is they shouldn't talk behind your back. They shouldn't say stuff that they wouldn't say to your face. They shouldn't yeah. say that behind your back. It's
4: just calm. It's just it's just respect. And that's I think getting harder and harder to do. Um, but it's the thing that I think women crave the most is just feeling like when they say something, it's not going to be laughed at later. It's not going to be even. Eye rolled at mm-hmm. by you.
0: Do you sense the, in the moment? women get more eye rolls and laughed at, or do you sense men do? Like in your family, who's laughed at more, mom or dad? Or are they equally not laughed at?
4: Um, well, I think it depends, but I think women, it hurts women more.
0: You think it hurts them more?
4: I think because I think men can, I think men have other avenues where they get respect. Mm -hmm. and where they're in a, because just of their personality, because of a man's personality, they're more easily able to have that roll off and not care. Yeah. So for women being respected and feeling respected in a world where women are very undervalued, Mm -hmm. it's important to know that she's going to watch TV and going to feel disrespected. But by you, her friend, her brother, her husband, she will always have respect. That's cool. And that doesn't happen and it Mm -hmm. needs to.
0: That's cool. That's good advice.
4: Oh no, Felissa agrees with me on that. Alyssa, but... you got
0: you got one, Alicia.
4: Yes, I do. Okay, so the next one, um, I want men to take initiative.
0: Oh, yes, I hear that all the
4: time. So I feel like with this world of, like, empowering women and feminism and all that stuff, boys might be confused, like, well, maybe the girl wants to ask me out now. Well, like, sure. I don't know, but, but we still want them, we to, still want them to ask us out. And open. And, you
0: can open your door.
4: Yeah, that's okay. I don't get mad when they don't open the but door, see, then, then it
0: goes back to, but if you respect me, you would open my door. That's true. Right?
4: That's true. Well, and I think, too, a lot of times guys think that women think they're better, and that's not true. We're just waiting for you to step up to the plate. Hmm. So that step sounds, up to the plate. Sounds like a Ball's threat. in your court. Take the initiative. Does that sounds like
0: a threat to you guys? <laughs> that sounds like a threat.
4: No, it's, it's serious.
0: But you okay. want us to take initiative. Yeah. I think one of the dilemmas I see a lot of times men would think they took initiative and they got ripped.
4: Taken. Well, you it's, know what I mean?
0: Like. Yeah, well, the room was clean, but did you vacuum? Um, oh goodness! <laughs> nah! almost vacuum. I was gonna vacuum, but then. Well, see, I, that's
4: the thing. It's, I was about to. It's not. It's not about. I mean, I feel like as women, women do this a lot of the time. They don't just do what they would want; they do what other people around them would want. Right. They take the initiative right. that the other people would expect. Yeah. So it's taking the initiative
0: that you would expect that me to take
4: that is what the other people around you need.
0: Yeah, see that's part of the problem too is we don't always
4: They take initiative that helps themselves maybe.
0: Well, yeah. And, well, and part of it is we may not be reading what we should do like you are reading what we should do. Oh, that's That's a why good a point. lot of times guys say, "So, what do you want me to do?" And a lot mm. of times when we say that, the women are like, "If I have to tell you Then you don't care. That's a good point. Because I do care, but I don't – I may not care the way you would care and think the way you would think. No, I know. You know what I mean? So it's like – so every time I take initiative, I'm like, was that good enough? But it wasn't enough because – but you're like, sure, you tried. That was good. I mean you tried. (laughs) Okay. I get this all day in my office because husbands don't – a lot of times they're like, I don't know what she wants. So I'm like, can you make him a list? She says, I shouldn't have to make him a list.
4: I'm I think not it his goes, mother. I think it goes back to when the man is like, "I don't know what she wants," and that's fine. But it's the way he's saying, yeah. "I don't know what she wants." Yeah. It's like it's yeah. but initiative is your point. The, you know? the initiative's the point. That's and huge. Because if
0: I just showed initiative, that might buy just goodwill. Because you, you just see I'm trying.
4: Yeah. That's, that's yes, good. and it's that's cool. it's what what the other problem with that might be though is another one on our list is we want you to pay attention. I know. So not only pay attention, we're going to tell you sometimes, but when we, when we clean the room, this is how it gets done. And if you pay attention, when we ask you to clean the room, it should be very easy for you to know, okay, this is how she's always cleaned the room. This mm. is what the end product looks like. So that's what I need to get done. Yeah. Pay attention.
0: Yeah. No, that's huge.
4: And that's And that's when guys are like, I don't know what she wants. Well, if you pay a little attention to the things that she's done in the past to the way that things have been done in the past, you'll know what she expects.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, just a retort. Um, a lot of times guys would say, uh, ditto, pay attention. But B, they might say, um, also, it doesn't have to be done the same way.
4: But then if you don't do it the right...
0: Every time. So the right way. see that's No, no, no. Part.
4: If you don't do it the way that she wants, you can't expect then that she might Appreciate what you've done.
0: Well, unless she just appreciates that we're trying.
4: Yes, I agree. You know, I
0: mean, that could help. I but agree. because I, that's the battle again is I don't maybe unload the dishwasher the way my wife does, and yet just because she does it her way doesn't make it right.
4: No, <laughs> it
0: just is. It's just another way. Yeah. yeah. Yet, so so part of this is it's it's almost this this yin and yang. <laughs> she, she needs to see I'm trying and I need to be more present and pay attention and maybe see if I can't deliver it the way she wants it more and when I do she can't just add to the list oh well good you're 80% but you missed three things that we did so part of it is just everyone needs to relax yeah. guys we probably need to pick up more be present hear you respect you and then you need to see what we're actually doing yeah. and not maybe question if we care of course we care we're here to help answer all of your questions even though you don't want us to answer them you just want us to fix we, we're here to fix you you don't want to be fixed you just want to be understood Right. that's great advice respect
4: take initiative Initiative. and actually pay attention which I think pay attention. defeated the whole purpose no, I, have, I, have, I have people telling
0: me we've got to wrap you hear that see right there's a perfect example you just misinterpreted Think we're done helping women? Hey, actually, we don't. We've got Heather Johnson coming in house. Heather Johnson is a faculty member here at Brigham Young University. She's going to um, teach us about, uh, you know, life. She's a coach. She's an adjunct faculty member. She's going to teach us how to teach our children and uh, and be a supportive, loving, caring parent as well. This is the Matt Townsend Show. We'll be right back right here on BYU Radio. Welcome back, friends, to the Matt Townsend Show. Today we are talking about being um, more supportive to the women in our lives, how we can add, you know, uh, add more, um, I don't know, We be more involved, add more support, add more understanding, more communication, be connected to the women in our lives. And uh, who better to help us with this than Heather Ann Johnson Heather is an adjunct faculty member here for the last 12 years at Brigham Young University. She also um, does a lot of local media here and and talks a lot about uh, successful families. She's a producer and director of Listen to Your Mother Show in northern Utah, which is a national show that aims to give Mother's Day a microphone and celebrate the good, the bad, and... All, the, all things related to being a mom. And
5: the ugly. It, and the ugly, ugly at
0: times. I was going to say that. Then I'm like, ah, someone's going to get mad. Um, I was like, Maddie's going to hit me. Uh, in 2011, though, Heather self-published her, her first book, Family Fun Fridays. Yep. Which has, I think, 28,000 activities for you and yours yep. to play and have and do on, like, just... Any just day. Any day. I was yep. going to say family day, but every day's family every
5: day. Every day. Every day's family day. Yep.
0: Okay, so Heather, help me with this, because... Um, I was raised by four women. Okay. And they drilled it in my head, the do's and the don'ts, what you're allowed to say, not say, do, don't, to uh, to to women. Right. I'm not sure everybody got that training. So you are going to teach us today how to raise men right. that women want to marry. That's
5: exactly right. It
0: okay. seems like all it would need is money. <laughs> and that
5: would but solve all the problems. But that's not all problem. women want, is it? <laughs> you've been listening to me. I know. Me. You've exactly. been listening. Well, this topic, I have to tell you, I kind of have a soft spot for me. Before I met my husband, I was in a terrible relationship. Were you know, it was terrible.
0: Do you want to name names or anything?
5: No, you know, I I think about it. Okay. No, I'm over. Okay, it. yeah. Okay. I'm over it yeah. We better not. Check the Facebook page. Yeah. <laughs> but some it was one of those relationships where he controlled or tried to control what I ate and what I wore and who I could really? talk to and you know, the whole nine yards, yeah. that type of thing. And leaving all those, you know, details out, uh I remember once it was over and I realized, you know, kind of the emotional abuse and all of that and I'd gotten far, far away, I was thinking through with tears, why in the world would I have to go through this? Why does this have to happen? And my first thought was, well, when I get married, I can teach our girls
4: huh.
5: how to avoid a relationship like this. Yeah. But then just as quick as I thought that, because that's kind of the obvious one, yeah. right? Safeguard, yeah. safeguard my daughters. Very powerfully, it hit me that the reason I would experienced it was even more so to teach our sons or any oh, boys we yeah. had- how to not be that kind of man not be a not, m-
0: main jerk right
5: not be that kind of man to teach him how to treat women there so you go. it kind of is always in the back of, of my head it is and we have a son he's 12 and then we have four girls after him so yes. he's he's our lone man and he constantly gets from me Um, Those little things, just like your sisters probably did, where Mm -hmm. it's, you know, this is the type of man you need to become and you need to respect women. So, this is, I like this one. This is a really good one.
0: Well, and I, this is, I want my boys to listen. Hopefully they're listening.
5: Sure, to hear these.
0: Where do we begin?
5: Well, the understanding, too. I guess
0: first you have to get pregnant.
5: Well, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Which again is another show. We'll do that on another show. We're going to do that on another show. Okay. Uh, Is to understand. That these things we're learning and these kind of next nine things that we're teaching sons really are applicable in any relationship we have. Yeah. Remember, women are, are people. Right. right? We're, all, yeah. we're all people. You're not Martians. Right. And yeah. so we're trying to learn how to have stronger, better relationships regardless. Mm-hmm. And we're going to face women not just in our home and That's with our so wives. True. They're everywhere. That's right. So so we're understanding that. So here are some things that, that we want to teach our boys so that they're the type of man that a woman wants to marry. The first is empathy. mm and this one's really big. You know, empathy, if we need a definition, it's the ability for us to sense someone else's emotions yeah. and to sense those things and then to imagine what they might be feeling.
0: See, a lot of times it seems like we're, we're more reacting right. to your emotion.
5: Instead of taking a step back and thinking, yeah. I wonder what they're feeling right now and I wonder what that feels uh-huh. like. We want to teach our boys very young to do that. Now, here's why. Empathy breeds a lot of things. The first is it breeds courage. Yeah. We and women want a man who is courageous, someone who can support them and stand up for them and defend them. That's what they're looking for. And so this is a really important one. Other really cool findings when it comes to empathy – People with empathy have better interpersonal uh, connections with one another. They're better able to cooperate, to collaborate, to negotiate. They're better at offering support and they're more compassionate. Well,
0: they're reading all of these signs so they know how to collaborate because I can see that the comment just affected you. I can see that this moment isn't going right
5: exactly right. And so when we look at this, we know that empathic people are their team players. Now, if those things didn't describe marriage, I mean, what does? That's That's, That's what we need.
0: How do you teach
5: empathy? Well, the first is we've got to do it by example, number one. We have to be empathic ourselves. You know, my mom was such a good example of this. I would come home from high school and I would say, oh, mom, so-and-so today was like this, this, and this. And she was the very first to ask me how she might have felt or suggest maybe she had a bad day. That
0: is such a – like how how do you think he feels right now? Right.
5: And and challenge me to take a step back and think, man, for her to say and do those things, what must she be – Feeling or struggling with or dealing with herself yeah. let's look let's look at that instead of wanting to call her a jerk and me calling her That's a jerk right. too to and then reacting
0: to each other and right. it's almost like we react, and the minute we react it keeps us we don't have to be courageous to react we just right. react, but it also keeps us from getting intimate and close. And Absolutely.
5: Real. We're, we we and we don't have the courage in a sense like you've said to take those steps to yeah. do those things because there are leaps of faith right. to do those things. So we want to be a really good example. We've got to stop judging. We've got to let right. that go. Also and this is a misnomer but we need to let our boys play with girl things. Oh yeah. It is okay for a boy to play with a doll.
0: Totally. Now, I did he... my whole childhood. <laughs>
5: You just I see it right. See, see, right?
0: I, I can still carry you, it with me. You, you bring it no, to work every day. Oh man, I would play. You name it. My. Uh, you know what? I was a because Chips was on. Do you remember mm-hmm. the show Chips? Chips was great. So I was Paunch. Okay. And um, I think it's because I had a gut. But um, <laughs> I was Paunch. But guess what? My speed. Uh, my speed gun was okay. Was? My sister's hair dryer.
5: There you go. Perfect. Uh huh. Perfect. Totally. See, that's okay. That's and get
0: right. my my sisters had those old fashioned hair dryers, the big ones though. But my I had the little hair dryer in my hand. But then I could go over and I could go use the. Um, it's a. It's very personal. <laughs> But I'd play with all of their hair stuff. Like I, I'd use their curlers as hand grenades. I, I had it all.
5: Whatever you needed to do, it didn't right? Matter. It fits, and it's it does, and it works, and it's okay. And that leads us to the power of imagination, and this breeds empathy too. Yeah, letting our boys imagine and create and make believe, and if we go back to the girls' toys they're playing with. In particular, if we allow them to play with a doll. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the thing. We want them instead of like blowing the doll up or, you know, throwing – Shooting them, stabbing them. It's exactly right. Heaven forbid, put the doll in their hands and teach them how to nurture that doll, to rock, to feed, to play with, to cover up. So they know we don't bang a doll's head on the ground. Don't
0: bang the doll. We rock
5: the doll, right? That is teaching them empathy at, at a very young age so that they can imagine what it must feel like and be like yeah. to then care for something. So that's it's another huge. another thing we can do. And the pretend play, and also this is a little bit different one, but reading to our boys does a great deal to provoke empathy. Love it. When we read to them, take a break and say, what do you think he's feeling right now? Or how do you think that made her feel? Mm-hmm. And they will, again, start to develop so, some develop of this, those just qualities.
0: letting them kind of reflect uh-huh. on feeling.
5: And they won't do it themselves, right. especially boys. Yeah. We You've talked about today, the differences, you know, women want to talk it all out and men don't need yeah, to say we just anything.
0: kind of move on and
5: and boys are don't that go way.
0: into it as much right,
5: as deep. So cool. empathy. That's the first. That's one. a great one. The Give next one, one is Integrity. Yes. I want a man who is full of integrity. This is a fundamental principle to being a real man. To, right. to have integrity. Now, integrity is being truthful. It is accepting responsibilities. It's honoring our commitment. Now, what woman doesn't no. want that in a husband? When right? did you say you'd be home? Right. <laughs> we <laughs> want that. And that's exactly right. We want to teach our boys to tell the truth. Yep. We want to teach them to keep their commitments. We want to teach them to honor what it is that they say. And we can do this in a number of ways. Again, it comes back to us. We want to make sure that what we say, we do. Because otherwise we give our boys the wrong impression. So if we say we're going to do it, we've got to do it. The next one, we've got to be really careful how we talk to our children but our boys. We can't be sarcastic or condescending.
0: Too much. I mean, all of a sudden then they don't know what to believe anymore.
5: It's exactly right. And it doesn't help them become men of integrity when we're constantly being sarcastic and condescending to them. So we've got to be careful with that. We also need to watch again our actions. We've got to be very sure that if we say we'll do it, we'll do it, right. you know, and, and make sure that we're following through. And the last one that I love, and I think we're missing in society more and more each day, is we want to teach our boys to be excellent from the start. Yeah, Go do something the best you can simply because you want to do your best and that comes from us as parents we want to instill that so that it doesn't matter what they do for a living it doesn't right. matter you know where they live none of those things matter as long as they're doing their very best that's excellent
0: well and that's i mean again it's and it's not even how the exactly how it comes out it's just that you gave your best that you
5: gave your best and that's what a woman i know you know as a wife and a, a mother when i look at my husband it's. It isn't about all those things. It's that he's giving it all he's got. That's it's right. excellence from the start. So that's another Huge. that's important.
0: We're going to take a break. We're going to have more. Uh, more from Heather Johnson. She's teaching us, you know, how and what we need to teach our kids. How we should raise these these boys, these men, so that women actually want <laughs> these men. That's how we're going to offload these men eventually teaching our children how to be uh, wonderful men, whether wonderful husbands, fathers. Again, Heather Johnson, you can go to her website, familyvolley.com, familyvolley.com. More with Heather after this break right here on The Matt Townsend Show. friends, to the Matt Townsend Show. Hey, uh, here is a great topic for you today. Raising men that women want to marry. Uh, Which is amazing because in the room we have two men that have found women that, you know, maybe someone will want to marry now. (laughs) I'm taking a lot of notes. Are you? Yeah. I I don't want to pressure you guys. Like, you don't have to go get married just because you're dating these girls. But... Uh, you, you ought to listen up and make sure you're meeting the criteria. So far, we've talked about integrity and empathy. Two things I think both of you have down pat. Um, joining us is Heather Johnson, faculty, adjunct faculty member here at Brigham Young University. You've got to go to her website, familyvolley.com. She's the author of a published self-published book, Family Fun Fridays. And today she's running through... Just all of her ideas. I'm sure there's more than – There's
5: there's so many. There's tens
0: of millions of ideas, but you've only brought a few. A few. Of how to – what we should be teaching our boys so that women will feel safe with them, want to marry.
5: Right. So that they're the type of men that women want to marry. So we've done empathy. We've done integrity. The next one, and you've covered it today, is communication. Yes. We have to teach our boys to communicate. (laughs) For the most part, and we're stereotyping, obviously, oh, yeah. but, but for the most part, they it doesn't come natural to it's them. It's different. It is. It's a little bit different. And so, uh, a really good mantra we kind of are trying to teach our son again. He's twelve. Is that you have two ears and you have one mouth. Yes. So listen twice as much as you talk. Yeah. Right. Very simple. We've heard it our whole lives. Mm-hmm. Our grandparents. I mean, it's been around forever. But I can see that it's starting to register. Okay, two and one. I need to yeah. listen. A little By the bit way, more. tell
0: him his ears were meant to stay open.
5: Okay. <laughs> but his mouth. His
0: mouth is meant to close.
5: There you go. Perfect. So, so now we've got two. So yeah. zip it. Yeah. So we're working on listening. That's really number one. A couple of things we want to work with our boys on though is body language when they communicate. <laughs> yeah. And if you think about marriages in particular or relationships as men and women are navigating those things, oftentimes a husband's body language says far more than his words. Oh, for sure. So if I'm trying to say something and I look at my husband and it's very clear that he's, you know, bored or you know, irritated or is watching over something over my yeah. shoulder, or which he's so good at not doing. But when it does Those happen- Those are hypotheticals. Hypotheticals. For some
0: hypothetical other husband.
5: Right. Exactly right. Then that's body language. And so we want our sons, we want our boys to understand that it's not about just what you say or what you hear, but also about what your body's doing. So body Great. language is important. Uh, then like you've talked about today too, that difference where women are not looking to solve the problem so yeah. much- we really like to talk about it and communicate for the bond that it mm-hmm. creates with the person we're It actually has it a
0: result. Just that result's enough.
5: That's what we're looking yeah. for.
0: We want an outcome like, okay, so right. how do I fix it?
5: And a solution so you don't have to deal with it again yeah. is Let's, really – Yeah, we,
0: why would we want this problem right, to come right. back? Right, right. Let's
5: stop this. Even if it
0: does bond us. So
5: I don't have to hear <laughs> it right. again, right? <laughs> yeah. And that's a great thing because we need those solutions. But women are looking for that bonding that happens. Yeah. And so we want our boys to understand that. So much of the contention that comes in relationships is simply – because. Because we don't understand how the other person feels and thinks. Seeing that men and women are different, we can combat a lot of that.
0: So that goes back to the empathy. Right. And we, the better you are at that, the better you can deal with the differences. The better you can deal and with that. Because some of the differences may not apply. You know, you may not be – I don't think I'm necessarily a typical male. But part of me, like, I just want to get this conversation sure. done. Sure. But then there's other times I like to bond that way. So everyone's different. But if the empathy will let us know what my spouse
5: needs. Right. And what and where we need to take the, the huge. communication or not. Yeah. Um, the other thing, too, with communication is recognizing men tend to be a little more harsh when they communicate than women direct, are. Direct, yeah. More direct. And it's, it's very hard. I know as a wife, sometimes my husband will say things and I know he means it. In a kind way, yeah. but simply because of the words he uses, yeah. like, that's really stupid or right. I would never do that. It, yeah. That's hurtful. Yeah. And so we're, we want our boys to understand that those words, that tendency to be more direct is very abrasive yeah. to, to a woman. And that can be really hard. So something Soften else to, it.
0: Soften it. Again, that goes back to this report. Men like to just report. I'm just reporting. That was stupid.
5: I'm just telling I'm not you. measuring right. the relationship
0: right. here. The, the relationship, right. we're good, we're married.
5: And I'm not judging that's or right. saying you can't yeah. do stupid things. Yeah. I you, just Feel won't. free to do stupid right. things. And that's how we then, st- and right. then we say, okay, we must be stupid yeah. because we do stupid things. That's right. My husband thinks I'm stupid. Right. And we get in that big mess. And here we go. Um, I read the funniest thing, and I've seen it floating around a little bit, but a man and a woman uh, are both writing their journal at the end of every day.
0: <laughs> By the way, that's totally false. Right. It is totally false. One of them's not writing in a journal.
5: But it works really well yeah, for them. Okay. it's a good story. And so the the woman writes in her journal that she met her husband for dinner. He didn't have a lot to say. She tried to say, are you mad at me? He said, everything's fine. You know, yeah. we've, we've done this. She got in the car. She said, I love you. He just smirked and kept driving. They got home. He went in and uh, watched TV. She went to bed, cried herself to sleep thinking something was We're wrong and connected. he was having an affair. Right? Yeah. That whole thing. Went as far as she could take it. The man that night wrote in his journal, my motorcycle won't start. I don't know how to fix it. <laughs> Totally, totally different ways of of seeing that. The communication, it's so different for men and women. Here she's just imagining all these things and needs this reassurance. And he's like, wait a second. My motorcycle in the garage, I've been trying to start all day. I don't know what's (laughs) wrong. And that's where his mind is.
0: It's so true. So just differences. So we
5: want our boys to understand that women communicate differently. That's right. Okay. So empathy. We've got communication. We've got integrity. Humility. Oh, yeah. Women want a man who is humble. Humility means that we don't constantly think about ourselves. We don't need attention. We can give credit to other people. And heaven forbid, it means that we don't know everything. Mm. And we can admit that. Oh, now, women need to be that humble sounds too. sounds dangerous. Right? It is dangerous. But when we deal with our sons, we want to make sure that we're teaching them humility. We can do it a couple of ways. One is to never humiliate them. Yeah. Oftentimes, parents think if I humiliate you, that's going to make you more humble. Totally opposite, really hurtful, don't do that. So we don't want to humiliate. We also can help them understand where their true value comes from. We want our sons to know that we love them because of who they are, not because they got an A or they're student body president or they hit a home run. Otherwise, they don't know how to find that humility in themselves. A couple other things. We want to coach our children, especially our boys, to know how to accept awards, how to handle situations. When someone pays you a compliment, we know to say thank you because our parents have taught us. You know, they said you did a good job. Tell them thank you and you appreciate it. Or tomorrow when you receive that award and you walk up on stage, these are the things you need to say. We need to teach our boys how to humbly –
0: Yeah. And how to score a touchdown. Right. It's exactly right. Without shoving it's exactly right. it in everyone's face. It's
5: exactly right. So we need to coach them. And as parents, we often uh, neglect to realize that this humility, it really comes from our coaching, from us teaching them in each situation so how true. to handle it. And women want that. They want a man who is humble. And the last is really to teach our sons to be thankful. Yeah. Women, gratitude. Women are a little bit better, I don't know, better is the word, but more prone to, you know, have the gratitude journal and mm-hmm. be grateful and. Men don't often look around to see that gratitude, and we want our boys to do that. So, humility is one. The next, often overlooked, is we want to teach our sons to have a really good talent for friendships and relationships. Boys don't naturally know how to go in and and have friendships and relationships all the time. It's
0: not like – it's almost – it just seems like why would you need to practice that? Hello? Right. That's called playtime.
5: It's exactly right. But we do and we can do little things. A big one is to teach our sons how to enter and exit conversations with groups. Yeah. So silly, Gracefully, right? Gracefully, right. but if you've ever watched one of your boys try to enter a conversation that other people are where other people are already talking, we can see it. It doesn't always go uh-uh. very smooth. You no. know, we don't want them to jump in with their own ideas. We don't want them to jump in and change the scene. Yeah. We want to again coach them and teach them.
0: That's a great. So we That's want to so
5: teach fun. them. I mean, we can. I can see in my head times when oh. I've watched our son on the yeah. playground. You know, walk into that social setting and, yeah. and it not go. Hey, who wants
0: to play with right. my ball? We got a ball here. Who want to play?
5: <laughs> with too much force. And, yeah. too, and we want to coach them through that. We also want to look at our sons and say, what to you makes a good friend? Have them evaluate, have them think about a little bit. Because in relationships, women, we want our husbands to be our friends. Yeah. We want a companion. We want to support. We want all those things. But we want a friendship. And so we need to teach our boys to be friends, to be That's good friends. Such,
0: well, and, and think about it. Friends are hard to come by. So they are. So a lot of the friends you had growing up, you might not have anymore, right? right? Some are incarcerated. Some are in trouble. Some are. <laughs> yours some, are incarcerated. I yeah. don't know if mine are incarcerated. Yeah, I don't know. Are yours
5: incarcerated? I don't
0: want to talk about Maybe. it. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> I was very close to be with him. Um, but it's it really it's an art. It's an art form. It and it might not be that um, we may not uh, we may not appraise and or value the social skill, as important as maybe like the go conquer skill, the right. go get what what we want skill. So uh. we might be more aggressive, and that could actually hinder. Your social sure. skills.
5: And then that relationship that you're trying to develop or you want them to have with a woman yeah. you know when the time comes. That's big. And you know, friends too. Think about friend friendships. Friends are loyal. They don't talk behind our back. Right. They celebrate our successes. If you think about even, you know, as Maddie and Alyssa, as you guys were talking earlier, those are things we've already covered that we want to you know, from our husbands mm-hmm. that women need. We we want loyalty. Right. I don't want to think that when my husband goes out with his friends or bad he's, mouth, yeah. that he's bad mouthing me. And when I do something good or, or get attention for something I've done that might be positive, I don't want him to be jealous yeah. and not celebrated. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what a good friend is. So we want That's our huge. sons to be good friends. Another one, we want to teach our sons to be able to prioritize other people before themselves. Mm. You know, women, regardless of kind of where you stand with all of this, I truly believe that women are born with that nurturing capability a little bit differently than men are. Yeah, It's in us. It's yeah. in us to put others in front of us, to put their needs before us. Uh, otherwise, it'd be really hard for, you know, moms to function all day right. to yeah. do those. We We tend to do that a little bit easier. And so we want to teach our sons. Are boys to be able to put others in front of others' needs in front of their needs, and that again is coming from teaching them empathy, from asking them how others might feel, and from teaching them to serve other people.
0: It seems like a no-brainer, but it does like that one? That's just selflessness. Like allow someone in. If you see with empathy that somebody needs something, allow it in. I mean, right. allow stuff to happen. I mean, part of this is just. It just seems like a lot of what you did was just asking the right questions it is. and using every moment as a chance to learn.
5: To teach them, to teach yeah, these Emotional
0: boys. skills, emotional intelligence. Right.
5: Because our boys, you know, they're not going to sit down and say, teach me to be, you know, empathic or yeah, not... why do I need to be full of integrity right. or why do I need to be a good friend? We really have to pull out from them and infuse in them the need to to be this this person and That's do these it. things.
0: Heather Johnson, well done.
5: Well, thanks. This is I good think, stuff. I think
0: – uh, as I look at my boys here, I think I've raised them up fine.
5: That they're going to be just They'll just be just great. fine. Hey, here's one for you. There's a yeah. great quote I read. that The the girl you marry will take a terrible chance on you, so you will largely determine the remainder of her life. And so there's a mantra Ooh. to take home to your sons, right? Ooh,
0: now these guys are sweating. There you go. Well done. Heather Johnson, great job. You, everybody go check out her, her website, familyvolley.com. And go buy her book, Family Fun Fridays. Heather's a contributor uh, regularly here on the Matt Townsend Show. We love having her and letting her teach us all that she did. That's a lot. She went through a lot. That's what's amazing about Heather Johnson is we get more per dollar dollar. from Heather Johnson (laughs) than any other contributor on the face (laughs) of the earth. We're going to take a break. Uh, When we come back, uh, we're going to be doing some questions. James and Maddie have some questions for us. We'll get into that right here after the break on the Matt Townsend Show. Welcome back, friends. Hey, this is uh, the wrap-up music, right? A little hoedown music. At the end of the show, we like to uh, do a little test and see if anybody has learned anything on the show. Today, we're going to do a little bit of a battle of the sexes, I guess. Answering questions, seeing who knows more about the opposite gender. This could be dangerous. Uh, Maddie and James are going to be leading us in the game. How do we go? How do we proceed forward? Maddis Oh where are you Maddie
4: Hi I'm right here There
0: you are Okay Maddie How are we doing this
4: Okay so this is Battle of the Sexes So we're going to take turns James is going to ask A question for the girls Okay About guy stuff okay. And then I'm going to Ask a question to the guys About girl about stuff, girl stuff. Okay. So James why don't you Go okay. first
2: Alright girls You ready for this Question one Why, why did your voice Just go like that <laughs> Because uh, it's my Question voice Oh it cause sounds Because okay. he's a man okay. Question one yeah.
4: Sound effects. Yeah. <laughs> that means I have to talk like this. Question one. Oh, jeez. <laughs>
2: no. Okay. Which company manufactures the Silverado? A. Ford, B. Chevrolet, or C. Toyota?
5: Chevy. Yep. I'm with Maddie.
2: Wow. Job well done. Jeez. Good
5: job, Maddie.
4: Girls
2: one, guys zero. S- seemed very
0: easy. I
4: know that. Okay, boys. Yes. Question number one.
0: <laughs> Why did you say that with a lisp? <laughs>
4: Okay, what is Chanel's most famous perfume? Oh, come on, you boys.
0: Um, sh- Chanel, number, number five. five yeah.
5: Oh, there we go. Oh, up.
4: good job, guys. Good ah. job. Impressive. I have have you ever sure gotten Shonda some for your wife?
0: See. No. Oh. You uh, should
5: think about that. About, Write that down on your list of smell, possible yeah, gifts.
0: Smells.
5: You've smelled it. Uh, okay. oh, Perfumes it a, bug me. Oh, okay. There was an awful lot of sound effects. <laughs> to get yeah. Out the answer out. <laughs>
2: That's bad. All right, girls, question number 2. What company what does the company Michelin make? A oh. tires, B power tools or C brake pads?
5: A tires.
2: Easy. These are easy That's for That's the you. Michelin wow. man. Yeah, he's like made out of tires. That guy. Looks like yeah. it. Yeah.
5: He's easy to confuse with the marshmallow Stay Puff guy. They yeah, look that's alike. true. Yeah. Except don't you
0: think he's more ripped?
5: <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. Yeah, he's he got, got radials rippling <laughs> Rippling muscles. He yeah. He's See, all radialed up. totally things that a, a man would yeah, notice, notice a little. Stay Puff's a just too puffy. Different. He is. He is.
0: My goal as Stay Puff would be to be like the Michelin <laughs> Man. <laughs> Yep.
5: Staple put his weight on in a little bit different fashion. Yeah, yeah. It's hard.
4: Next yeah. question. All right, are you guys ready? Yes, ma'am. What cosmetic product works well for repairing a run in pantyhose?
0: Um, nail polish.
4: Good job. Good job, Nicely man. Good job. Done.
0: In fact, this morning I put some on. <laughs>
5: <laughs> hairspray That's works That's watching
0: either. That's me watching my sisters. I don't know if people still do. I guess they do. Yeah,
5: and hairspray. Oh, well, and hairspray. Hairspray is a quick fix too. Okay, yeah. we're
0: making this a little
2: bit harder for you girls. Here we go. Players in the NFL are numbered according to their position. What position would you play if you wore number 19?
1: Ooh, A,
2: quarterback, punter, or kicker? B, center or linebacker? Or C, wide receiver and tight ends? What would you say?
5: So I, I don't, I'm going to have to go A because I, I know quarterbacks so wear low numbers. Yeah, I think so too. And you mentioned quarterbacks. Did I go low enough?
2: Did you go low enough?
0: How low did you go?
5: How low did I go? Ah, That's yeah. That's
4: correct.
0: Yeah. That was easy.
5: All right. Are you guys ready <laughs> for you?
0: These are hard. Yes.
4: All right. What is the name of Barbie's sister?
2: Are you going to give us options, or do we have to just guess them?
4: Nope. Guess. That one's Holy tricky. cow! You should make them just guess yeah.
2: too. Yeah. From now on, you guys aren't getting options.
4: I can give you options after. I want you to. I want to see if you can get it right off. Summer.
5: Summer.
2: No, isn't it? Does, what is that? Isn't she a little girl?
4: Okay, is it Summer, Skipper, or Sarah? No,
0: it's Skipper. Oh. Skipper.
4: Skipper. Yeah. See, there you guys go. Good job.
0: By the name, who, Who? by the way, who would name their kid Skipper? <laughs> a sailor, I guess. That's. <laughs> no, that's, funny. that's, that's funny.
2: My daughter's name is Skipper. Come
0: here, Skipper!
5: Arr.
1: That's crazy!
5: <laughs> I wonder if her dad, if Skipper's dad says it that way. No. With Skipper! The accent.
2: Skipper! <laughs> okay, question number four What is Daytona famous for? No options. Mm.
5: The the car it's, race. It's on the
0: Home Shopping Network.
5: <laughs> the Daytona 500. Yeah, the Daytona
2: 500.
0: Yep. Oh, job well wow. done. Those are easy. Yeah.
5: Okay,
4: you guys ready? Yes. What is an emery board? Oh,
0: piece of cake. <laughs> Take it's a fingernail file. file.
4: Good <laughs> job. Wow. Sorry, I thought. <laughs> Aren't
5: you I thought, so glad you had sisters?
0: No. Yeah. Yes. I want to tell you about where I learned about the birds and the bees a bunch of sisters
5: that should be another show too okay got
0: another you one never we'll share never that go with there your I'll never, no <laughs> we'll never go there
2: so That's what major so car company uses a rearing horse as its trademark Wee.
4: okay I'm sorry what was that
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> major car company yeah. rearing horse oh, for their, wow. their trademark
5: mustang yeah it is mm, but who makes it no is that what you mean
2: yeah this is this is the car company not the model oh, of
5: car oh oh um, because <laughs> Ford makes Mustangs. <laughs> yeah, that's so right.
4: it's not Ford then, is it?
2: Right, do you need oh, options? Oh, yes. A, um, no, no, it's
4: do not. It. Don't give him
5: options.
4: Yes, I give
5: you options when I. Okay,
2: I'll give you options: A. General Motors, B. Oh. Porsche, yeah, it's Porsche, or C. Ferrari.
5: Oh, it's a Ferrari. It's...
2: Is it Ferrari?
5: It is. What do you think, Speak Maddie? Your mind, Maddie? I think it's Ferrari. Yeah, it's
1: a Ferrari. All right. <laughs> <laughs> You're correct. Oh, yes, it's
2: Ferrari. Good job. Yeah, that was a little bit harder. Okay. It seems very easy to me. Yeah, it was pretty easy. I don't know why these are so easy.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
5: That's funny. I feel the same way about yours. <laughs> That's
4: oh not gosh. Weird. Not weird. Okay, which of these fabrics is see-through? Chanel, chenille, chiffon, or silk?
0: Chiffon. chiffon. Yeah, I'd say it's chiffon.
4: chiffon. Good job. Yes.
0: <laughs> In fact, Mike wore chiffon. <laughs> This morning,
4: yeah, I wanted
1: to show off my. I've, I've been going to the gym, you know. He wore so.
0: chiffon chaps. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. no, okay, I've been doing lots of leg days. Yeah,
0: well, you wanted to protect your pants.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> chiffon chaps. Way to go! Okay, here's another one. This is fun to say. Oh,
2: uh, name the author of the novel on which the movie Patriot Games was based.
5: Oh, Tom Clancy.
2: Oh, wow. That was no problem. You're like a guy.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I am pretty sure that wasn't a compliment. I don't know if that was or it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I don't know if I'm going to answer anymore. No,
0: you're doing great. (laughs) I'd like a hard one.
5: Tom Clancy. All
4: right.
0: No, no, I wouldn't.
4: (laughs) Tuxedo fold and peacock's tail are all what? Say that again. Tuxedo fold and peacock's tail are all what? (laughs) Types of suit.
0: Tuxedo fold and peacock's tail are all types of.
2: Uh, Yeah, that sounds like a suit coat of some sort. Um, It can be like a braid. Yeah, I was thinking like a hairstyle. Yeah,
0: I would say like a pattern of a jacket.
4: No, they're ways to fold napkins.
0: Oh, no. (laughs) Sean did
4: yell it in here, you guys. He's trying to help you. Did he?
2: He said hairstyle, too.
0: Sean. Oh, man. Use the microphone. You're in radio. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um,
2: What baseball team calls Fenway Park their home?
4: The Boston Red Sox. Come on. She just went to
1: Boston. She just went to Boston, James. James. Come on. Hey, hey, hey. hey, Man, the
4: Red Sox are my team. Those are are my boys. All right. In the movie, while you were sleeping, what is Sandra Bullock's job?
0: Uh, I think I was sleeping.
4: <laughs> Aren't you the movie? Sean.
2: She's a ticket taker at the subway. Mm-hmm.
4: You guys would be dead without Sean.
2: No, I totally would have gotten
0: that one. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would have. <laughs> I easy, totally have that. Easy. See how the guys are fighting? Is this guy yeah.
2: bothering you? Looks like he was leaning. And the women Boom. are so much more supportive right. of one another. Is, yeah.
5: Oh, nice try, you guys. Really it's good. okay. Good work.
2: Okay. Last one, Maddie. If you know so breaker. much about baseball. Here, this one's for you. Oh boy. uh Oh. In baseball, what inning do you "quote unquote" stretch?
4: Seventh, seventh inning stretch. stretch. Dang it! Come on. Oh. That was easy. Oh, blasted. That's my favorite part. <laughs> okay, stretch. give us give us one more, really fast. <laughs> the seventh inning for the stretch. stretch. Um, okay. What is a traditional gift for a 60th wedding anniversary?
2: Which one is that?
0: Oxygen. For? Oxygen. <laughs> oxygen I'm going tank. with oxygen for two hundred dollars. Wheelchair. Wheelchair.
2: Is that the lead anniversary? Yeah. Uh, that,
0: that would be cr- diamond. Mother yes. No. it's yes. Diamond. I was going to say or pearl. The pearl Five diamond. The yeah. Okay. Well done. So I guess we 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 won.
5: No, yeah, I think yeah, we sure guys more than won. you. Did
0: the guys uh, win? The girls won by it. one. By one. But no one was counting, and not once did we say the word Spanx.
5: <laughs> Just chiffon chaps
0: take that home to the family well done kids that was fun we need to have more uh competitions like that next time james uh, let me help you pick some of those okay hey here's a quote for you you educate a man you educate a man you educate a woman you educate a generation that's a good one that was brigham young he's got a university out west somewhere Uh, Thanks for joining us, folks. Again, our goal is to help you find the good in the world. Tomorrow we're going to have a best of the Matt Townsend show. Tomorrow, best of. So be watching for that, listening for that, actually. Again, we'll be back Monday. More tools, more fun ideas to keep uh, seeing the good in the world. This is the Matt Townsend show right here on BYU Radio.